Alright, so we are the Smokin' Jays. We're here to discuss relationships, marriage, and parenthood. 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 A podcast about three guys, three chapters, three attitudes. What is up, podcast party people? It's me, it's me, it's J-D-E. And it's me, it's me, J-V-G. Just uh, our little quick shout out and uh, homage to Mr. Johnny Bones, who uh, was not able to join us due to his pre-daddy responsibility, as well as, uh, you know, I I guess it's safe to say a a lack of input on this subject as of yet, but soon enough he'll have plenty to share on the topic. So yeah, that's uh, right. That's right. They just got two thirds of the smoking jays here for a little bonus spinoff. You know what they say: two out of three ain't bad. Two out of three ain't bad. So hey, we're, man, I don't think it's an all of fame. Absolutely, plenty of people on uh, sixty-six point uh, six six seven average. That's uh, that's Hall yeah. of Fame first ballot. So uh, we're we're basically throwing you a bonus morsel because pretty soon it's going to be. Uh, the two of us, and we're going to be bringing in some guest spots anyway, just to to keep us rolling, keep the momentum while Mr. Bones tends to baby bones. But in the interim, we figured, hey, let's uh, let's do a little something something for the dads or the parents out there. So, um, tell me, uh, tell me about. So, I guess we'll we'll throw out the backgrounds. Um, I, I know on a few episodes, we've very lightly touched on what our, our kids do and our assorted activities. So uh, do share yours just to set the precedent. I will definitely do that. But I first must inform our listeners that things sound funky donkey because we're recording this shit from a 2012 Toyota Prius. That's right. I'm on the road at uh coming back from a little family gathering but um yeah so we've we've been talking you and i about doing this uh type of topic for the better part of a a couple of well at least a month um you know kids in sports um we both have children um under the age of 10 that are active in various sporting events and activities and and things like that. So there's a ton of things that I think we see on a regular basis that either grind our gears or, um, you know, whatever, just get us fired up one way or another. But I have a a total of three children, but one is uh, he's, he's the youngest one is a a rookie and learning to crawl and, and stand right now. So that's not an active sport per se. My oldest, my daughter, is uh, an avid dancer. She's been dancing since she was three. Um, Four different disciplines now. As I hit a divot in the road where they're paving. Awesome. Um, She does some ballet, tap, jazz, and hip-hop. Literally in dance class four nights a week. And they're trying to press for more. Um, It's fucking nuts. But it's worth it. It's expensive. Also worth it. Because um, when she's out on stage, she, she lights up, you know, and she, she really, like, it melts your heart. Um, but that's the only thing that she does. She, she dabbled in soccer for a little bit. It was really good. Fast. Um, just not her cup of tea. Did the whole softball thing for all of about 65 seconds. Um, I knew within two minutes of her first practice that this was just not going to be her thing. Um, you know, she was, she's dancing in the dirt on second base, you know, so, but it was a fun experience while it lasted. Um, she was in gymnastics for a little bit, but ultimately it's, it's dance. Uh, my son, John is seven and he too played soccer for a little bit, uh, a couple seasons, then, uh, got into, he did some gymnastics along with Bella, um, you know, like little kid gymnastics. So it was, it was more like romper room, I guess, you know, a little jump Gym, around. Gymboree, uh, if you will. Yeah. Like, like a step up from gymboree. Um, but yeah, yeah. Like gymboree for five-year-olds, I guess you could say that was when he did it. And then, uh, 
but he's been playing little league for the last couple of years. He's uh, in co- he just finished up the season coach pitch, um, and he did really well second half of the year. Um, I, he played in fall, kind of got screwed with COVID last spring. Baseball, it was really kind of took a back seat for a little bit. I don't know, maybe just some neglect on my part. We didn't practice as much, but uh, so it took him a few games into the season to to really you know, get it going, but his arm is awesome. He's, he's catching pretty well. Uh, he's hitting off the coach pitch without any issues. Just, you know, fine tune a few things and he'll be good, but that's his, uh, you know, one of his main, main sports. And then, uh, he's a, he's a little auto racer. Now we got him driving quarter midgets, uh, this spring, uh, bought a car, a trailer. We're at the track every Saturday. It's pretty fucking wild. Yeah, so you know, we took him, took him to an arriving drive where they test the cars, and uh, it was downhill in my pocket ever since. But yeah, so, so that's where I'm at. What about you, man? Uh, wow, that's uh, that's hard to follow up because compared to that, my kids, <laughs> my kids are kind of boring. But um, so no, I it will. Just means you're not as busy. That's all, and that's okay. Yeah, I envy that. Could have fooled me. Um, so my oldest James is 10. He, uh, he did dabble in baseball. He played T-ball, um, took a year off when Michael went into T-ball. He decided, you know, no, I, I want to play baseball. I want to go back into baseball. So, okay, fine. We'll go back into baseball. So he, he went in and that was when he went into whatever it is, minors, triple a, what, I mean, I feel like each, each, um, rec baseball town has a different, yeah, like caps, like where we played growing up in Lawrence Harbor, it was like caps, uh, you know, it was like, well, T-ball, caps, minors, majors, seniors. I think that's where we were. Yeah. So it seems every town's league has a slightly different name for it. Um, I don't know if, uh, because we're technically a Cal Ripken league. That I don't, uh, Cal Ripken leagues have a more uniform, I don't know, whatever. In, in any, the whole the whole point of it is that he went into it, um, and I guess didn't realize that it was not you know a coach lightly tossing to him that there would actually be kids pitching to him, and uh-huh. uh, he basically got stuck out in right field and did not do well. So he shortly thereafter went in, went into karate. Um, we happened to be at Monroe day and they did a demo for karate. And he said, oh, I want to do karate. All right, cool. Let's do it. Um, and by far that was probably one of the best decisions. The head instructor and owner of that particular location is super, super into discipline. Um, everything's yes, sir. No, sir. Um, even when he comes in, uh, from his full-time job, and even if he's just coming in to do something with the books and then leave the minute he walks into the building, oh, stop everything. Um, everyone, you know, bow to Mr. Clarigo, um, and then continue about the day. Um, he, has been doing that for God, the better part of four years now. I'm going to wow. go with four years because that seems like a, about right. Um, and he, well, what belt is he now? Well, so that, that's a funny story that I'll get into, but uh, <laughs> he was, fuck it. We'll go with it. Um, so June 12th, he was supposed to test for his black belt. Um, and I forget the exact date, but I want to say that it was maybe a week right before he went to test. Uh, I get a text from one of the other parents whose son is closer with him. Um, and basically said, you know, as you go by the school today. And I said, no, Oh, it was on Memorial day. That's why, that's why we were supposed to be in there and we weren't. Um, and some jerk off decided to hit the gas instead of the brake and drove their Ford Expedition right into the front of the storefront. Oh, shit. Yeah. So 
Um, so he obviously did not test on June 12th. Um, All right. And that's pretty cool. I mean, you got to be proud of that. I mean, that's a huge, yeah. a huge accomplishment to be in, just to be invited to test for your black belt. I mean, you know, I did martial arts growing up and I was invited to test for my black belt. We'll tell this story someday or maybe later. I don't want to hijack your, your spotlight here, but that's, um, you know, anybody that's done martial arts knows the commitment that it takes and the discipline um, that you need to have. And then all the life lessons and everything that comes along with it. So it's an honor to be in, even invited to test for, for the belt. And it's, you know, that's, um, that's a testament to, to, to you guys too. I mean, the, the commitment comes from the parents, right? Kids don't get them there themselves. That's right. So that's pretty cool. Um, the, you know, the, the biggest thing was the, um, the self-confidence. I mean, the discipline, he's not, he's not that kid. Um, that's the other one. And we'll get to that in a minute. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, the discipline was big, but the self-confidence, um, for example, when, you know, our nephews are over and the kids would go across the street to the baseball fields at the park, he wouldn't always go and play because, you know, he's not, not very good at baseball. He was not, didn't really feel very confident in himself, especially that uh, my one nephew and my younger son excel at that. So he wouldn't go. And I mean, now he'll go and plays with them. And even if he can't keep up, you know, the fact that he's confident enough to even go out there and try is, I mean, that, that says everything I need to know. Right. So he uh, he definitely has seen a lot of benefit from it, um, and and the thing that I absolutely love about, well, first of all, it's it's such a family environment. Um, case in point, the caller, the admin, call you know whatever the, I hate to say secretary because it's so demeaning because she does so much more than that, but um, there was a at the apartment complex she lives in, there was a fire at her downstairs, downstairs neighbor's apartment. Well, because of that, they lost everything. And uh, they basically walked out with her, her son, um, their pet bird and whatever clothes they happen to have on their body at the moment they ran out. And I mean, within, I'd say within a week they had, a decent percentage of stuff that they at least needed to day-to-day live like utensils, plates, um, towels to shower in, toiletries to use in the shower. Um, you know, people were donating clothes. There was a Amazon wish list set up where people could just go in, order it and it would get shipped to them. Like, so that family aspect, I absolutely love. Um, the other thing is just how much he cares about the kids. So he, they're like, their success is his success, which is very right. much a, a team mindset. So I can definitely relate to that. But um, that's done wonders for him. And then there's the beast. Um, so Michael, um, for all of his uh, gray hair causing personality traits um michael decided uh, he he same as as johnny he you know dabbled in soccer and um he's talked about doing karate a few times but he went into t-ball and he enjoyed it and we said hey you know do you want to do you want to play again yeah yeah i want to play again um so he played t-ball a second year um I actually got duped into coaching. Um, I signed up and I checked the box as coach because I wanted to, you know, assistant coach and yeah. help out. Um, and I ended up as the team manager, uh, <laughs> why, which is why this year when we went back to rec baseball, I certainly made sure that I did not check manager. Right. And I clearly put assistant coach um but it worked out he ended up on the team with 
his travel manager and uh he was like no i i know you don't want to manage so but if you want to i'm like no 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 i'm good um it's pretty cool like experience and it's fun coaching your kids like i've done it every year that i've been able to and um we should definitely have a, a segment on coaching uh our kids like that'll be a separate a separate you know episode or whatever because i got some stories there but uh, well, as I, do you i'm sure I, I could give you just one quick anecdote um i don't <laughs> um <laughs> so uh michael is now in his second year of travel um on seven U, which the seven U level they do six innings two innings coach pitch then two innings kid pitch then two innings coach pitch um and he has certainly extremely developed his talent since last year um and i think we've talked about it part of that is why i get so frustrated with him because it's like dude I know you have the ability. I know you have the skill. So either A, you're being lazy or B, you're having some sloppy moments that I don't get. And I, I actually like was standing there. One of the other coaches, uh, Dan came up and said, he's like, you want me to be honest with you? I said, yeah. He's like, don't take this the wrong way. I said, no, lay it on. He's like, you are very hard on him, but you're hard on him in the moment. And he's like, I feel like he's so concerned with like pleasing you or, you know, making you proud that he overburdens himself and he, he screws up. So uh, he and I have actually come up to an agreement that I coach his son, Alex, and he coaches Michael. So I literally, great point that's a good idea like if there's little things like today um he was just kind of standing straight up and he was further towards third and i'm like hey you know move over towards second a little bit and baseball ready come on get that glove down um the one throw it was low and i said hey you know up and over got aim for the chest come on you could do this and that's it so if he pitches i used to stand behind the catcher I don't even go in there at all. Um, right. You know, if he's, um, if he makes a mistake and he gets frustrated, I step away and he'll go over and go right to him and be like, Hey, listen, shake it off. Whatever he says. Like, I don't even listen to what they say anymore because I feel like if it's something that I need to know about, he'll come and tell me, but right. yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing how even during rec, Michael take two steps back. Michael, Michael, two steps back. Come on, take two steps back. You're too close. Hey, so-and-so, can you, Michael, take two steps back. Boom, boom. There he is. Done. Uh-huh. Right. Dick. So now, let me ask you, obviously you've been spending a lot of time with Michael and baseball and traveling and it's very involved, right? And it's very time consuming. Whereas like James, also time consuming, but not involved in the sense that like you're involved and he has set classes, however many nights a week. So I can relate this to Bella with dance, right? Bella goes to dance four nights a week. And yet Johnny, every Saturday, we're at the track or we're going here. Like we're going to Pocono this weekend and run two races. We're taking a trip to Indianapolis to go run a national race next week. We're going to be gone for five days. Like we are super involved with Johnny and we are also super involved with Bella and dance, but not as directly. So how I imagine it's very similar with James and Michael. How does James take that being the older one, but most of the attention is, on on michael and what he's accomplishing and what he's doing and, and i know there's attention on james but how is michael or how does james handle that with you know all the attention gets put on michael so uh, i definitely i i follow you um you know the conversation really hasn't come up as of yet um i mean it, there was a brief conversation about it once and 
I mean, my wife really kind of stepped in and because uh, he came to her first and she's like, now he goes to all, you know, he always takes you to class when, you know, when there's not baseball, he's always there for your testing. Like, so don't even try to go that direction. Right. And that was it. Shut down. Um, you know, if he came to me about it, I'd say, look, you know what? I've been this involved with Michael's baseball for 2021. Like, that's it. Because 2020, I didn't coach. I didn't assist. I didn't anything. Um, in fact, the manager for the team now, his son and Michael were together last year on the same team. And we sat on the sidelines and watched um for better for worse type of deal like we saw things that we liked we saw things we didn't so but last year that was it it was you know games practices but for the most part you know i was more involved with karate and you know the the dads from the karate school we do the plane pull to raise money for special olympics in new jersey and you know his karate Christmas party, his karate Halloween party. So there was plenty of events where it was all about him and karate, this karate, that. So I, I relate that back to, Hey, listen, there was all those opportunities and all those moments. So, so don't think, you know, I don't want to hear that. I never, because you and I both know that's not true. But I think the point that kind of trumps all of that is that he's identical to me. So he, he takes opportunities or situations and finds a good opportunities in them. So when he's at the baseball field, he's playing with the other kids that are there. He'll go over to the playground you know, he, he makes the most of while he's there. Um, I, I know you and I briefly spoke about it um, off of here. And I, I think the conversation we were having was basically to the tune of, you know, how, how do I get more involved in other child's thing? For you, it's Bella's dance. For me, it's James's karate. Um, and I, I, the more I think about it and the more I've thought about it since we talked about it, I, I almost feel like if the conversation came up, like there's not much I can do. I can, sure. I can hold the little plastic board thing that they use to practice board breaking and right. let him break the board. Um, I can sit there and watch while he watches the YouTube videos to practice his forms and his different segments, but it's not really something where I can necessarily be involved in. Right. And that, um, well, that's the same how it is with Bella too. Like she'll come home from class and like, I'll take her to class when I can. Um, in fact, I, I love taking her to class um, because they have these garage doors they open in the side and, and you can actually watch them practice, which is cool. Um, but then there were times where, like, I was taking Johnny with me to go to the, watch Bella practice or whatever, dance. And, you know, they'd have the doors closed and me and Johnny would be playing catch. Or, like, I'd have I'd set up the net and I'd have him hit off the tee and was trying to, like, kill two birds with one stone. And I caught myself, you know, Johnny would keep asking me, are we going to go take Bella to dance? Like, are we going to practice? Are we going to do this? And, like, I, we did it for, like, a month. And then finally it just kind of hit me, like, that just something just didn't sit right with me with it. Like here I am, you know, I'm taking Bella to dance, but I'm still giving Johnny the attention and I'm still focusing on Johnny's athletics. And yet here, you know, I felt bad, but at the same time as a parent of multiple children, you know, you have to try to figure out, you know, clever ways or, or whatever to occupy your time or take advantage of your time so that you can give all your kids the most attention that you possibly can. And I, my feeling was, well, I'm sitting there with Bella, you know, I'm sitting in the parking lot staring at a wall and I might see her every once in a while. She comes out, she waves, 
you know, or if they have the doors open, I can watch, but I can't actively participate, you know? So while I'm here, you know, at least I'm taking her and I'm present and I'm watching her when I can, but I'm still killing two birds with one stone, helping Johnny. Right. And then, you know, Bella would come home and we, she would put, put her song on, on, uh, on Google. Hey, Google play this. And I'd watch her routines for like, you know, all the time, hours, you know, maybe not hours consecutively, but all hours of the day she's dancing, doing this. And I always make sure to stop and take a minute out to watch what she's doing because that's the only way I can be involved with what she's doing. But yeah, it's, it's weighed on me uh, heavily over the last, you know, four or five months, especially the last, you know, since the last two or three months since we've been racing with Johnny, because before it was just Bella going to dance and Johnny coming along and Johnny would play his little league, but that's for a couple months here, a couple months there. Um, now it's racing all the time. And uh, if we're not at the track, I'm doing something with the car or I'm reading something or researching something. And I just started feeling guilty that I wasn't as involved with Bella and she's my oldest and she's my only girl. And, you know, that's a, a whole other thing, like a different dynamic. And you've, you've got to, you know, I want to, not, not that nurture is maybe not the right word, but like, you want to be there. You want to be supportive. Like, um, she's a strong cookie, but her, she's also delicate. And so you've got to know how to handle that. And I'm just afraid that my attention put on, on my son with what's going on with his stuff now, his extracurriculars, it's going to affect her. You know, I haven't really seen it. I think one of your things you said to me is that I'm probably overthinking it and, I pro- she probably didn't even notice, you know, or care as much as I do, but I can't help but to, you know, I can't help but to feel that way. Right. And I, I think, I think a, yes, to, to the, the primary point, I think it's, it's overthinking um, because the one thing I've started to learn in certain aspects of baseball or watching the kids play baseball is that stuff that, that grinds your gears to you, to reuse that phrase. They, they don't care. Like, okay. Like that sucked, but they still, they move on. They still have the things that they're happy with the state, the things that they enjoy about it. And she might look at it as, you know, well, when I have recitals, he's there. When I need to get to practice, he's there. So, you know, and when she looks out the door, it's not, you're not like completely MIA. You're right there. You see her, she can wave to you and and you're present. That might be enough for her because right. at the end of the day, what do you really have to contribute? Like, can you... Uh, stand on your toes and plie the plie is honestly the only dance word that I know. So that was, I had to throw that out, but like, can you, and honestly, if you could plie, please, whatever the hell that is, just tell me you don't know how to do it. But. Well, I, and I actually know a lot of awesome dance moves, but I just don't showcase them. I was going to say, isn't meanwhile, that what got you into the parent situation, though? Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, Emily's on the sidewalk, literally dancing while she's walking the dog. Not my dog. The dog. No. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I know. I, you know, I mean, you you did karate for a little bit, right? Yeah, uh, a long, long time ago. I probably. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, like, you, like, you. You probably know a spinning wheel kick is and a spinning hook kick and a roundhouse and a side kick and a front lockout and all this stuff. And it's mostly because you know, maybe you did it a little bit, but mostly because James does it and maybe practices at home or whatever. But like I know the different positions. Uh, I don't know have them all committed to memory, but I know plie and and um, that might be the only one that I can remember right now and that other on the spot. But yeah, I oh I feel what you're saying. I think. Um, I, I think, look, I, no matter what, I've always made a conscious effort to, I don't want to go too far off 
but like I've always just made the conscious effort to be present in the moment with my kids, no matter what was going on. And we've all got our moments where we get caught up in adulthood or, or whatever's most important our, or whatever's important in our life going on. Like, you know, you come home from work, a, a rough day, you're really stressed out. Um, but, and you got a million things to tend to and you're running late for something. And then all of a sudden the kid wants to show you something, you know, Hey dad, check out this karate move or Hey, Hey dad, like uh, I was practicing my swing today. Do you want to see? And it's like the most inconvenient time that you could possibly imagine or like even something even more silly like a little picture that they drew that you know like out of fucking magic markers and paper towels like they think it's the coolest thing and they're just excited to see you and they want to show you but you're like stressed out and it's not and i make the conscious effort to stop whatever it is i'm doing and focus on whatever that kid wants or needs in that moment even if it's inconvenient for me because I know what it's like having you know a busy dad who wasn't always around didn't necessarily pay attention to the little things uh, all the time and not that it was it was bad or whatever I just you know and I'm not saying he never did but I don't have those memories you know what I mean like I can't look back and say at any given moment that my dad was always there like he was there as much as he could have been we did karate together we did guitar lessons together I mean he drove me to baseball games when he was home like we did boy scouts for a little brief period of time in second grade I mean I've gone I went on a couple camping trips with him we went fishing once or twice a couple pinewood derby things but literally like like Jared I'm listing you things that I can think of off the top of my head but there I might miss a couple but there wasn't much more than that you know what I mean? And I don't want that for my kids. I'm happy with the memories I have. I wish I had more. But the reality of the situation is my dad had to put food on the table. Right. And and so like I I can understand that and I you know, I'm not selfish and, and, and self centered to the point where, you know, I don't recognize the importance of that and the magnitude. And and honestly that was more important than a couple memories that I'll probably forget in twenty years anyways. But for me as a dad, you know, we're always talking about evolving and being better than your dad was to you and giving your kids a better childhood than you had, you know, it's always about one upping, you know, evolving in life. At least that's how I look at life. Otherwise, what's the point? So again, not to go off on a crazy tangent, but for me, it's just about being present. Stop, listen to your kids, listen to what they have to say, because it might be silly to you. It might not be important to you, but for them, it could be the highlight of their day. And for them, it could be the most important thing that happens to them all week. I showed you the keychain that Johnny made me for Father's Day. And yep. it's something so simple, like every week I go out there and I push his car out on a track. It's just what we do. But that resonated with him so much. That, I mean, that's something he cherishes so much that he made a, a keychain out of it, out of that idea, out of that memory. And so I know that at least in that moment, there was that impact. So for Bella, especially, it's, it's important that I pay attention because I might not be able to be there hands on, but I can, I can give her as much attention as possible at every other given moment. Um, and I think that that's really important to, and to not, you know, to not lose sight of, of that because they yeah. grow up quick. You know what I mean? She's nine. Like James is 10. You know, we're talking in the last few segments about parenting and newborns and childbirth and this and that. Like we're bringing up stories as if they happened yesterday. It's almost a decade. Yeah. That, well, you and, know, and in his case, it's, it's, it's over a decade. And I think the, the point that starts hammering at home is, like physical stuff. So for example, I reference how Michael's communion in May, there's a picture of the four of us standing there and he's now over my shoulder. Um, I come home today and he got new sneakers. He needed new sneakers because the other ones were roughed up and they were too small. And I looked at his sneakers and I'm like, shit, they're, they're smaller than mine, but 
they're a lot less smaller than mine than they used to be. Like it used to be like, ah, oh, these tiny little kid feet. And now I'm like, Jesus, like those are not tiny little kid feet anymore. What, where the hell did that come from? Like, since when do you have bigger kid feet or like going on adult feet? So, and, and that's just, I mean, it's, it's a minor detail, but that minor detail just reaffirms that whole, like, damn, like I, I, I looked at pictures of everyone at the hospital and I'm holding them, you're holding them, my dad's holding them, my mom's holding them, my sisters, you know, different people that came and then looking at the same tiny little, you know, the same little feet that we took pictures of after he stamped them on the little certificate. And now those feet are not that tiny. And huh. yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I think we talked a little bit about it on our other show or other episode. This is still a smoke and Jays. It's just two thirds of them hmm. for all you people missing, uh, you know, JCB, he's on Baby Watch. Baby for Watch 2021. For those of you who somehow managed to just join us and missed <laughs> the whole beginning. Right. Um, yeah, dude, like, I I mean, I feel the same way. We, we I talked about it on the other show, uh, other episode where, you know, we, you, you cuddle with your kids, you hold them close and uh, when they're little and it, it provides you with like a sense of, I don't know, comfort, I guess. Right. But for them, it's nurturing and it's, it's warmth and, you know, they look forward to that. And now, you know, I, I, I still give my, my kids hugs and, and kisses and, you know, snuggle as much as I can with them on the couch while watching a movie or something. But, um, they're getting older, you know, they're not interested in doing that stuff as much as they used to be. Um, you know, my daughter will come over and she'll, she'll lay with me for a little while and snuggle and we'll have our moments. But, you know, even still, like there's still times where other things take precedent over that, right? She's maybe got friends that she's talking to on her, you know, on her phone, like Facebook messenger for kids or, on Roblox or, or Minecraft or something like that. And, and Johnny too, you know, he's got, you know, friends that he talks to and then, you know, they go outside, they play, like they're getting older. They're, they're doing more things. They're not home as much. They're in school more than they are at home sometimes um, now. And so I just remember, you know, with it's, it's easy for me to recollect because now I have Walker who's 10 months old and I spend a lot of time with him day in and day out. And, you know, kind of reliving those moments that I had with my first two. And it, um, that, you know, it chokes you up every once in a while when you think like, Oh my God, like, I don't like that moment happened for the last time. And I don't even, I don't, you never, like, you never know when the last time something's going to be. Yep. Right. Like, you know, you never know when the last time is going to be when you help your kids, you brush their teeth or the last time you actually tuck them in the bed or the last time that you use a nightlight or um, I don't know, you could probably think of a, a half a dozen examples right off the top of your head, but you know, they're getting older and there's, there's been a lot of last times in the last year um, for both of my, my first two kids and um, sucks, you know, there's new things that, that take over. But um, it really kind of puts it in perspective, like it, it, it seems like it was yesterday, you know, that there were just this tiny little thing. My daughter's entire head fit in the palm of my hand. Hmm. Now she's a freaking beanstalk. She's like, you know, her head's up to my shoulders, you know, um, it's it's wild, but it's fun. You know, it just goes to show you to me, I think just embracing the moments is really important. Like as a dad, like that was my number one thing is wanting to be a a dad, a good dad, an, an involved dad, father, whatever. Um, you know, I think I'm, I'm doing that. I think I'm doing a good job of that. But I feel like no matter what I do, how much I try to hold on or, you know, participate or be involved, like the time, it just 
keeps fucking ticking away, man. And you turn around and look like what happened for the last 10 years? Like, did I do this enough? Did I do that enough? What, what if I didn't spend enough quality time? Like how much more quality time do I have left? You know, she's closer to 18 now than she is, you know, uh, an infant. So we're more than halfway through her childhood. And let's be real, when she's 14, maybe even 13, she'll be out of the house. She'll be hanging out with her friends. Same thing with Johnny. You know? So I don't have much time. I don't have much time left to still be that dad. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you have to... You, it, you definitely have to capitalize. I mean, just with everyone in general, um, I, I definitely would say that the last year and a half has definitely shown everybody that, that right. capitalizing on every moment with everybody. But yeah, it how quickly they go from daddy, you know, lay with me on the couch or daddy do this, daddy do that. And then all of a sudden it's like, leave me alone. Like I'm fine. <laughs> I mean, you're fine. Yeah. Like you got, you got to get a kiss goodnight and you get like a half hug. Yeah. Or like, you know, in your case, you got, you got two boys that are older now. It's just, you'd be lucky if you get a fist bump. Yeah, exactly. And it, it I basically know that if, someone's you know immediately greeting me at the door and coming to give me a hug i almost want to ask the follow-up question of what'd you do <laughs> what, what what did you do because you did yeah. so uh, it, it it's yeah yeah so so going back because i feel like we kind of got off off the rails there for a second but with you know good points and things i think people will relate to um, so jealousy at all between James and Michael or, or the other way around, or are they pretty content and happy and understanding with where they're at? I want to say that I want to say that they're fine with where they're at because of how I've always made it a point to be at both that I've said out loud like no 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 i'm taking james to karate and i'm taking james to karate because that's like that's some of my time spent with him and right like even if it's just a car ride that's valuable time yeah yeah but like i you know when i bring him to karate because there's not a spot where i can throw the ball with michael or something like that. Like I'll say, no, I'm taking him to karate and I'm just taking him. Like I'm not bringing both of them because I don't want to have that risk of the bleed over, I guess you could call it like, so there's that clear separation between the two. And then that way, I mean, if, if he, even for a moment thinks that baseball has taken over and we only are concerned with Michael and his baseball that it's like, no, think about it. Every single time that I made sure that even on days where I'm running late at work and I'm still there, I'll ask my wife, Hey, can you drop him off a of karate? I'll go straight there and I'll, I'll bring him home. And I make sure that I get there and I watch them and I, if, if I get there that late, I'll purposely go over and ask, how did he do? What does he need to focus on? Is there anything, you know, what did he do really well at? And what, what does he need to work on for next class? Um, yeah. So that there really is just that the thought is not, well, you got to my, you got to my class late. It's, you know, you got to class and, and we're really in tune with what's going on. Cause you good, know, um, I, I know the moves. I know some of the, I'm sure I could rattle off names of forms, but I can't do them, but I can also tell you that 
just from some of the feedback I've gotten from the instructors and such that he had, for example, he has a problem with getting his feet high enough for his kicks. He has a tendency to be so concerned with knowing all the, you know, the, the difference between gross and fine. So the, the gross movements that he doesn't have the finer portions of those gross movements. So, okay, you go from a, you know, knife hand block to an outer crescent kick, but that knife hand block doesn't snap into place and the outer crescent kick, the foot's not getting up high enough. So I'll you know, on the ride home, it's, hey, you know, you really got to work on getting that outer crescent kick higher because you know Mr. Clarigo is going to rag on you for that. But hey, you know, I heard you did really well with your weapon form today. And that's awesome. Like, um, you know, when we first went into COVID and they were doing them on Zoom. Um, I took chalk and drew, he has a diagram in the class where it's the, the different numbers for the strikes and what direction they go in. So I drew the arrow pattern on the basement wall and wrote the numbers on there so that he had that like in the background. And, and if he went down there to practice, okay, one is this direction, six is this direction. Like, so just really, I, I, I overall just try to make sure that no matter what, even though I can't practice with him per se, and there's not much I can do that when I have done it, I've made sure that he really is getting top notch. Um, no, that's a good. That's a good point. Um, and is I think, there? Yeah. Well, go ahead. Um, I was going to say, is there, is there any ways where Bella gets involved in, in Johnny's assorted things or his racing or whatever? Like, have there been any you moments? Know, she like, she's happy to go to the racetrack. I mean, she has a lot of fun there for her it's social hour, but it's like social hour for the whole day because, you know, if you get her at some point, you've got to, you know, I've got to make it to some of, some of James's games. You got to try and make it to a race, but you'll see at someday, if you're ever at a track, at the track, the camaraderie between all the parents, um, it's very similar to baseball parents and soccer parents. Like when you're traveling, everybody's grouped together and, um, but it's like, imagine like tailgating for a football game, right. With a, with, I don't know, two dozen of your friends, but you all have your own cars. And it's like that every Saturday, everybody's got their own trailer. And a lot of people have kids that don't race and they're just kind of there. And so she's made friends with a lot of the kids there, um, that are racing and not racing. And she's occupied. She's happy to go. It's, it's fun she's probably better friends with most of the kids at the track than the kids in her own school, uh, just cause she spends more quality time with them, you know, week in and week out. So I, I don't think she just, she dislikes going to the track. Um, she tries to get involved. She'll watch some of the races. It's funny though. She'll actually root for the girls that are in the races against Johnny. Like this one girl, Olivia, like she's friends with her and she'll be like, go Olivia, go. And I'll be sitting there like you, what about your brother? She's like, oh, yeah, so with him, too. Just strictly you know? strictly for the reason that they're girls? Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're girls and that they're her friends. And she wants to cheer on her friends, just, like, forgetting about Johnny. But, um, no, I mean, overall, I think it's been a good experience for her. I don't see it being negative. Um, I, I just feel like maybe someday down the line, it's going to be one of those things where it could be if I don't, nip it in the butt now it could be one of those things down the line where like you know well you did this with johnny all the time but you didn't really do this with me and and while you were talking about like your ride home with with um james you know and going over like the karate moves and the instruction i i thought of something that i do with bella sometimes which can kind of get you involved and 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 maybe still create those memories so that she's not thinking well my dad was never really there like he took me to dance class but you know we didn't really do much together so like every once in a while when she's dancing in the living room I'll dance along with her or like we'll we'll have like this stupid little dance party at the house and 
you know, she'll laugh her ass off and she has a good time and she'll come over and give me a big hug. And I know in that moment, like, I know that that was, that meant a lot to her, you know? So I try to do that as much as possible. I try to know the moves or learn the moves. Um, when she was doing gymnastics, like I would try to help her, like I would spot for her, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, but I try to do those things as much as possible because while I can't directly be involved, I can still sort of participate um, or pretend or not pretend, but like I can participate and I can, I can be play along to a certain extent. I, I could play, yeah, I could play along. Like I can, you know, I could be that, that coach in the background. Like you mentioned talking about the knife hand block and the outward crescent kick. Like maybe then when you go home, you know, you demonstrate a couple with him or you ask him to demonstrate on you and you take five or 10 minutes and, and, you know, mess around with him, have him show practice some moves on you or whatever. Like I, I was, I was borderline black belt myself. Um, I had actually been invited to test. My brothers and I came through the ranks together and they were not invited to test. And I was, and I didn't really uh, understand that. It was kind of a, a personal goal of mine. We all wanted to get our black belts together. Um, I thought that had been pretty cool and pretty special. Like the three brothers, you know, kind of like the three ninjas when we were kids. Remember that movie? Um, oh my God, that's a throwback. Yeah, so, so that was it. That was us, you know? And, um, but I was older and I was old enough to instruct the full class myself because I was 18. And, um, so they, you know, were like, okay, well you can test, but they can't, they got to wait till the next round. And their testing was like, it was only once per year. So I was like, well, no, I think, you know, kindly, I, I respectfully declined to test. I want to come through the ranks with my brothers. It's been our goal for the last five years. We're going to do it that way. And that didn't um, pan out too well. Um, sensei didn't like that. Um, long story short, I wound up walking away from, from the dojo. And I never actually got my black belt. None of us did. Our whole family quit. There was a huge falling out and it's a long story. But um, anyways, I have the knowledge. I don't have the same flexibility that I had or the quickness, right? But I've got the knowledge. And so one of the things that I want to do to try to get involved with both of them or whoever is interested when I'm home is teach them martial arts from, you know, what I knew. And then maybe get them in a class at some point. But at least the basics, the self-defense and, you know, or just ways to channel your anger and, you know, hitting the bag and how to throw a proper punch and all those things. And dude, when I try to practice, like Bella will stop me dead in my tracks when I'm walking through the house and she'll be like, put your hands up. And she'll just, she'll do like a one, two, one, two, three, or like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you want to jab, throw jab, cross, like that? Okay. uppercut. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I'm like thinking like, wow, okay, this kid's into, she wants to fight. She wants to, and she's like good. Like she's strong. She's got the accuracy. She's got a good stance. She's very receptive and it makes sense, right? She's a dancer. It's all about form. So whereas like Johnny, he's a brute, super strong, but he's not the most coordinated. And so I'm like, all right, well, maybe this is something I could do with Bella, you know? And, and, and like, I don't have to take her to a school it's not going to eat away at dance time. I already know how to do it. Maybe I take her for a, a couple hours a week down to the basement or the attic or wherever we can outside, you know, I'll go to the sporting goods store. I'll pick up some pads and I'll teach her form. I'll show her how to kick. And we'll maybe that's how we can bond outside or dancing. So that's something that came to me recently. So I was just you know, trying to find any way I can to just connect with my kids, whether I'm interested in it or not. I, we have makeup days, like physical, like eyeliner, mascara, cover-up, blush, all you those know, things. Between I let that, her, I let her fucking do give make give me makeovers. She paints my nails. She does a great job. Between that and the the dancing along with her in the in the living room, um, I I. I really hope that you don't have like a nest camera or a ring camera in the house. <laughs> no, I've got, there's um, some hardcore evidence though. I've got some pictures and we took some selfies together and whatever, but um, I don't know. It's just fun. 
you know, like the tea party stuff and playing dolls. Like I can't get into that. I try, but I get into these scenarios and then it just turns into like, it just turns really graphic and gory or dirty. Oh. And yeah, it's just not, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to talk kid and play dolls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't, when I see like a naked Ken doll and a naked Barbie doll, I'm like, Hey baby, what are you doing? God, um, this is know, why we so, can't have nice things. You're right. Right. So, um, or just don't play dolls, but it's easy. You know, just sit there. She'll do my nails makeup i let her put a little you know barrette in my hair and you know she gets a good laugh out of it she's she's crafty like she likes to paint and and do these little so we'll do these little activity books occasionally together word searches but um you know that's you know just just about as much as i can do right now but hey look anybody listening wants to go to our instagram and and provide us with some tips on what you know, what maybe you do to connect with your kids, that would be really cool. Um, not only helpful for us, it gives us a little more insight, but something that we could share with the rest of the listeners as well. What's that handle, by the way? Oh, our Instagram handle. Why would you be referring to Instagram handle of at Smoke and Jay's podcast, which coincidentally is identical to our Twitter handle, which is at Smoke and Jay's podcast. That's S M O K I N J S podcast. Just in case you're wondering. Um, Bones will be proud. I I think he will. Um, You know who else would be proud? Um, All the other various assorted hosts and co hosts and guests and such um, who all also have some fantastic shows on the fourth wall podcast network. Um, Because if you are currently listening and you are unaware of the fact that there is a whole podcast network, well, let, let us be the first ones to let you know that there is a fantastic plethora of shows on the fourth wall podcast net fourth wall pop network, which is a podcast network. Um, some awesome shows such as PCC pop culture collective, which is an awesome little mix of pop culture, current events and sports. Um, been a lot of coverage on Marvel um, because Marvel just can't stop. Won't stop. Um, there's some big movies and such that'll be coming out this summer. So I'm sure they'll be very busy with that. Um, which along with that is Big Heck and Wade Adventures, um, a lot more of comic book anime, but some really in-depth stuff. If you're into the Marvel shows and you really want to go to school, um, Big Heck and Brother Wade, um, there's New Normal Wrestling, there's uh, Crossroads, there's Pop Sports Shorts, there's, uh, God, hold on, I, don't do this to me now. Um, did you did you shout the views um well i was i was going along with the groups um but yes uh views view from up here um taylor has been killing it um and we definitely in in mr bones's absence we will have to get her on for an episode a relationship episode um because we'd love to get her take on some things um and uh, there's so much more on the network. Um, some stuff, Some uh, John was saying that he uh, has been away for a bit, but he's going to be coming back in hard and heavy. Um, so, yeah, and we're going to be doing a lot more guest spots and, and such on each other's shows. So definitely stay tuned for all that good stuff. Um, some uh, some parting thoughts. Well, um, for me, you know, it's uh, I can go on and on and on all day about my kids. Um, I love these little mini segments that we've talked about doing. I hope we do a lot of them um, just to kind of, you know, break things up a little bit. Our, our the smoking jays platform. That whole thing is about you know marriage and relationships and parenthood, but you know, lately we've been focusing a lot about parenthood and 
and, you know, some marriage. Um, we've, we've bounced all around, but we haven't talked about, we've talked about a lot of newborn parenthood. We haven't talked a lot about like, you know, our kids getting older and, and what that means for us and us getting older and how to handle certain things. And, um, you know, so my parting thoughts are just, I, I'm looking forward to some more of these um, little mini episodes that we can provide some, I don't know, insight on some of our experiences and take some feedback from the listeners and incorporate that uh, to the show and, and kind of tie it all in uh, with our experiences and, and how things should be. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to a lot of that. Uh, talking about our kids in sports is something I definitely want to get into parenting, sports, coaching. Um, so you know, we, this was, this was a fun little teaser. I think, uh, possibilities are endless here. We, I'm looking forward to, to doing another one of these. Oh, for sure. For sure. And, you know, as we, as we go through time doing these, you know, eventually it's going to go from talking about our kids and then relationships and such to our kids' relationships. <laughs> just wrap your head around. That's a good that. one. We, we need to open the Google doc and just start listing things i mean i'm already starting to see it um it's, it's crazy so am i so that that might be maybe that's a fun little fun little thing we'll have to try and sneak in an episode for um before mr bones goes on his little baby hiatus because i say we just yeah. drop episode whenever randomly <laughs> no no like no format, no schedule. Just hey, yeah, we record an episode. Drop it. Just flush the format, flush the schedule, all of it. Yeah. Um, I, I did have a, a quick little anecdote to share that, you know, today I was wondering why the baseball kept getting bigger and bigger, and then it hit me. <laughs> we couldn't get away without a dad. Nope. Joke. The fact that you got this far without one. You should would, have been. You should have been worried that it was coming soon. Uh, I was. I was. I really thought we were going to get through an episode without one. No, but no, that was a good one. But, but the ballpark is always the coolest place to be because there's so many fans. Um, <laughs> so, so some of the topics I think our listeners can look forward to definitely kids in sports, parenting uh, from the sidelines is something I definitely really want to talk about. Um, coaching your kids in sports we touched on a little bit of that tonight so there's a little sneak peek uh kids relationships outside of you know just older kids relationships we just touched on that you know when does it start when when do you start being concerned when they're holding hands when they're walking close to each other when they're talking on the phone and what about double when there's a tremendous amount of text messages Uh, but here's one that like i think this is going to be mostly me, but there's so Taylor and uh, in her podcast, she had a relationship episode, a double standard. It was really good for those who haven't checked it out. Um, but there are also double standards in parenting, um, especially with a boy and a girl. So we could talk about some double standards um, and, and, and how that, how one affects the other. And that could be wild. So those are just some of the few topics that, you can look forward to us uh, bullshitting about here on, uh, you know, our, our point five episodes. We're gonna have to come up with a tagline, you know, like so, is episode like four point five or whatever. That was uh, the point five. That was uh, that was something I was discussing with Bones, but yeah, we'll we'll sidebar that one. So um, I will uh, I will close us out with this, please. Um, Make sure you subscribe to the network if you have not already. Um, please check out all the different fantastic shows on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. Um, pretty soon we will have our merch store, Smoking Jay's merch, on our merch store at tpublic.com. Um, more to come on that one. And uh, yeah, I, I think this is awesome. I think perhaps just for my own mental sake because I can go off on tangents we'll have to put together our little .5 format before we start doing them 
keep me on the rails. Um, <clears throat> but until then, uh, now I won't say I'll see when I'm looking at you. Um, <laughs> till next time, till the next Smoking Jays full episode, till the next half episode, we'll catch you on the flip side. Okay? Hey?